With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, Pickens, and welcome to Pickens Local, our show for you and our local community. I'm your host, Ed Lease, and with me, finally, is the great Justin Ray Williams. How you doing tonight, brother? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. It's been a few weeks, but you know, hey, things happen. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on? Yeah, enjoying the uh, wonderful end of winter weather. Absolutely. 81 degrees. 81 degrees in Pickens, <laughs> South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> It's beautiful, I tell you. Absolutely amazing. Guys, thanks for joining us as we broadcast live from high top, the beautiful market at the mill right here in the city of Pickens. But before we begin, be sure to like, share, and follow us, as well as share this stream at the bottom left-hand corner of your phone so everyone knows that we are live. You can also tap the bell to get notifications. And once again, since the show works off of requests... Please tag somebody in the comments. Make sure that it is uh, the blue color so it indicates to them that, you know, we'll get a hold of them or they can get a hold of us or, heck, they even know what's going on. So, anyway, what else we got going on? Nothing else right now. So, on tonight's podcast, we have with us Jack Kleiner, Kleinerd from Jack's Emporium. How are you doing, sir? Great. Great. All Thank right. You. Good deal. We're going to get over to your uh, segment right here in a second. So let's go over to uh, the market at the mill. The market at the mill facilitates 150 stores and is a bougie boutique-like atmosphere with a little something for everyone. With all these different vendors, crafters, artists, and concessions under one roof, there is something here for everyone, and it's definitely a unique shopping experience that you don't want to miss out on. Market at the mill is open Wednesday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., although some vendor hours may vary. To help spread the word about the upstate's largest indoor craft market, please like and share this live broadcast. The vendor would greatly greatly appreciate it also if you're looking to start a small business maybe they can help they have booth cube and table spaces available for rent so stop by during their regular business hours and talk to mandy or barry because they would sure be glad to give you a tour and show you uh what the market has available so what's going on at the market of the mill all right, Market of the Mill. Here's the events for 2023. We've got some things going into March, but we got some dates to be determined for wrestling. Uh, there's an outdoor setup and live music coming April 1st. That's no joke. Get it? April Fool's Day. Haha. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Justin. April April 1st, uh, Junkin' and Jammin', free outdoor setup and live music. April 8th is the Easter Egg Roll, Easter Egg Hunt uh, thing that we're doing. It's a totally free event. April 22nd is Spring Fest with a concert and cruise in at 6 uh, at six to 10 uh, p.m. May 19th is Friday Night Food Truck Challenge with live music. That's from 6 to 9 p.m. There's a lot of uh, live music going on. So before we keep going any further, be sure to take a screenshot of this so you know everything that is going on. June 3rd is a bottle and coin show and obviously Summer's End Cruising happens August 19th. Don't want to miss out on that one. Um, Starts at 6, ends at 10. You want to have your classic car there at 4.30 at the gate so when they open them up, you will be first in line. So let's get over to our guest, Mr. Jack Kleinard. How are you doing this evening, sir? 
Glad to be here. Good deal. Good deal. So Jack is the, uh, would you say, proprietor of Jack's Emporium right here uh, inside the market at the mill. Let's talk a little bit about your shop and uh, let every know, everybody know uh, what's going on, what you do, how you got here, and why the market at the mill has been an advantage to you. Well, I've been here three years come February, and uh, we've uh, thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed our time here mm-hmm. and being able to uh, work around other vendors and also the public. I've really enjoyed the public coming in. Uh, you hear about them coming from all over the tri-state area, and it's been really very interesting. Uh, my particular uh, area that I've stayed with all this time is uh, either for kids or for ladies. And uh, basically, I carry a lot of uh, antique toys, things that uh, people drop by and they'll say, you know, I haven't seen that toy in 20 years. And I might be the only one that has it, you know. And sometimes people come by wanting to collect those. And then also, uh, we have uh, a ladies' area that is uh, a lot of glassware. And there's a lot of some antique things in there, too, that uh, are quite old. Uh, they're uh, from around the world. Uh, items that you can't find anywhere else, uh, to my knowledge. And uh, so it's an interesting place to visit just to see what's there. And it changes every time you come in. So you say um, you've got some toys from, would you say, like yesteryear? Thing, oh, yeah. Things that, like what what uh, what ages, what do you have uh, at your store in Jackson Emporium? Well, most of the type of toys that I carry would be for uh, kids, well, you've got them for the very young, you know, one that's just preschool, and then you've got them for teenage group, and then you've got the uh, adults that think they're young, <laughs> you know. Right. And uh, just, uh, you know, from Star Trek to, you know, whatever else you can come up with. And uh, Do you have any, do you have any um, Radio Shack toys? You know, when Radio Shack uh, used to sell... They used to sell the remote control yeah. cars and Armatron and walkie talkies and stuff. That's kind of that's kind of right up my. I don't know about you, Justin, but that's 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 what I like. I like the old early '80s yeah. stuff like that. I really wish I had. Yeah, that. mine's called the trash can. The trash can. <laughs> just throw all of that in the trash can. You don't like the toys? I don't collect. Just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah it's cluster. Is your house completely empty? It's empty. Get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. You haven't looked lately online, I guess, about the prices of some of that stuff you threw away. Some of that stuff is good, uh, good for some them. Some of that stuff is is good. You know, I like it. I'm a yeah. for them. I'm a yeah. collector. I don't know. I'm a collector of '80s oddities. I don't do um, garage sales. I just take everything down to any of the thrift stores. Tell me the thrift stores you go to because um, I'm, I might have to go visit them. They're uh, you, the, all the ones down through easily there. All oh those, boy, that's I can't that's, all that's the names. where I go. I'm, I'm a I'm yeah. A, I just I'm a I take kind of everything guy. down yeah. there. That's it. No, no, <laughs> I like I'm a thrifty guy myself. Now I'll go to. Tra- Traveler's Rest, uh, Greenville, you know, easily, all the surrounding areas. And my wife does a lot of the snooping for me because uh, I have to be here. And she finds all the good buys, and she'll call me and say, what do you think about this, you know, and take pictures. Yeah. And, and uh, we'll we'll bring it down here and go so far so good, you know. Oh, yeah. We were we had been at Drill uh, over the weekend for nine hours, and um, we, we got all cleaned up and drove home. When we halfway home, I was like, did we just pass a giant Goodwill? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I hung a U-turn on Whitehorse Road uh, yeah. after the Naval Reserve Center and was come back around and pulled yeah. right back in. I was like, oh, man, there's got to be something. So we actually we actually picked something up. I'm not going to say what it is, Uh-oh. but we picked something up for secretive. It is secretive. But it's uh, it's relevant, and we we picked it up for the uh, Pickens Police Department, and oh, they're, cool. they're gonna they're gonna get a gift here in a little bit from the thrift store. Yes, because right. we're cheap and what we I, can't afford anything. What I can assure you is, if I had anything from the '80s, it was gotten rid of a long time ago. So how come? Because, like I said, it's just, just gone. Man, yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> well, oh my gosh! My friend, uh, one of the ladies down here named Margaret, you might know who I'm talking about. Some people refer to her as Fire Truck. Uh, fire truck. Yeah, she's in the first warehouse because she loves anything to do with fire trucks. She she served originally with the uh, Sun City, North Carolina Fire Department years ago. And so she collects anything at all that has to do with fire trucks. 
And uh, so I'm always on the lookout for stuff for her, especially really old stuff. Well, speaking of fire trucks, the uh, city of Pickens actually just got a brand new fire truck. Yes, they did. Yeah, they went to uh, GovDeals.com mm-hmm. and found them a fire truck. Big ladder truck. It's huge. Oh, they got wow. a, it was uh, a Clemson, actually. Mm. So it has it's white, mm-hmm. and it has orange on it. And I heard that they are going to be putting the blue and silver stripe on it. Uh, yeah. That's the latest updated information from the fire department as of last night at the... Um, the meeting of the whole meeting of the whole meeting, whatever yeah. they had <laughs> over there was is interesting. So, what else do you what else do you have at your store? Uh, well, uh, mainly that that's the kind of items that we carry all the time. Oh, there is one thing that we've been carrying in there the last few uh, weeks, especially. Uh, it's furniture uh, items like uh, office furniture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we carry a ton of pictures and, uh, and you know beautiful pictures and frames, and all of these were donated to us by an organization so that we could take that money and turn around and give it to the people in Ukraine. Good deal. Yeah, and uh, we also the rest of the money that we get from doing toys and. Those items, after we pay our rent, then we use that money to either uh, help something within our church or there's a children's home called Tabernacle of South... I mean, that's another one. Tabernacle Children's Home. And uh, we work with them and uh, give them, you know, what they might need. Buy them things. And uh, speaking of Tabernacle, there's a Tabernacle of Salvation Church in Inman, South Carolina, which began this entire journey that we started last March. And uh, we heard about what was going on in Ukraine through a lady named Victoria. And she's a spokesperson for them because they spoke mostly speak broken English. Mm-hmm. And she speaks three languages. And she's from over there originally. And so we work together with the people that are in Ukraine. And there's a lot of them that have a network that uh, can go out into the worst areas where people are getting hurt and where there's no place to live, where there's no food, there's nothing left at all. And so we go, we, they risk their lives to go into those areas and uh, try to give them what they have to have. Right. So um, I'm trying to think. What, what, I have a oh, question. Go ahead. What's the most valuable thing that, that you have in your store that's a collector's item? Probably some of the uh, glassware, uh, because believe it or not, some of those came from overseas and they're old. You know, like the China type style or uh, vases. Um, okay. Yeah, no. So I even got a believe it or not, there's a pipe laid in there that's about sixty years old, and it's you know got the emblems on the back of it and all that kind of stuff. For if anybody wants to collect that sort of thing, how, yeah. how do you how do you go about finding out like how they're worth or the pricing of them? How how does that work? Well, it's pretty easy to do. You can go to uh, the, the Android phone. <laughs> well, it's Google, actually. <laughs> the dang Android there, phone. Yeah, there we go. Dreaded. That's why we're late, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can go to Google Lens. That's and, right. And you, you take that program and you just take a picture, you know, and it'll uh, send you to the Internet where that same item might be available oh, wow. by somebody else. Yeah. That's you, cool. Yeah, you yeah. can go You can go to, um, if I could screen merit, I would, but. Mm-hmm. That might take a little bit of time, but yeah, you you can go on the um, Google app and there's a picture in the search bar or a picture, a little a camera icon, yeah, and you can just take a picture of whatever yeah. and it brings up all Never sorts of stuff it. and what's for sale. I'll show you after. Oh the show. yeah, it's really wow. neat. There's yeah. another thing you can do on there that I found really interesting because uh, one of the things that we sent over there recently was uh, the New Testament Bibles in the Ukraine language. So I wanted to check it out to make sure that it was accurate. So, uh, to what I would believe. And so what I did was just simply take that same Google lens and you put it on translate and you hold it right up to the page and it will translate it from whatever language it is until English. And it's really fascinating to do that. Just take any page in any book with any language, Mm -hmm. just hold it up on that, uh, translate logo that's at the bottom of mm-hmm. google lens and it'll mental immediately just poof yeah how, how do you know that it's accurate though and they're not just trying to they're not just trying to throw you off and make you read something else you know pesky government <laughs> guys you know what i mean well 
Yeah, well, that's, well, you know. There's actually a really cool translator app, too, where you you hold the record button, and uh, you talk to it, and when you let it off, it tells them in their language, which is pretty neat. Yeah. There's some of that, too. Yeah. But like you were neat. saying, you were saying about Ukraine, um, there's a couple things that you wanted to talk about uh, with mm-hmm. Ukraine and how um, people would be able to help you help others in the yeah. Ukraine. He sent me a bunch of pictures too. So we're going to go through some pictures. So tell them, tell them your side of Ukraine and how you, how you, um, how you work to better the people's lives over there. Okay. Basically what we're doing is we work through the, the Tabernacle Salvation Church in Inman and our church was, which is called White Horse Heights Baptist in Greenville together between those and myself and our, our spokesperson, uh, Victoria, we work out uh, the latest uh, supplies that we have. We know the needs, basically, you know, because those needs are going to be the food, clothing, medical, you know, um, generators. We just, I think we've sent a total of 26 generators lately, good size generators that you can use in uh, these refugees' camps or you can use them anywhere that you might need them and they're dual fuel and that kind of thing, so it makes it easier. But um, the reason for all that is because the areas that we're in, a lot of times they have, uh, the Russians have taken away all the food Mm -hmm. for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything you might have canned or whatever, it's gone. If animals that you might have had, they're gone, you know, and if you had any crops, they're burned. And if you had a field you want to plant something in, they put landmines in it, yeah. so you can't plant. Right. So, are there are there countries um, surrounding Ukraine? Are they because they're their own neighbor? Right. Are they helping them with supplies as well? Because I've heard of a few uh, a few efforts mm-hmm. from the United States who send them over there. But I've always been a logistics guy, and uh, you explained it to me before. But logistically. When you fill a container in the United States, or yeah. you fill it at a country that's close to there, how does it how does it get there? How does it not get you know? I don't know how customs work in other countries, but right. how does it get there without essentially getting robbed or just burnt or destroyed? Right. How, well, how, how does that work out? Okay. Well, first off, in those uh, other uh, humanitarian things, which I think is a great idea, but they basically help your refugees that make it to the Polish border. You know, or one of the other borders is you know, on Ukraine. If you make it that far, you're okay. But if you're, you know, hundreds of miles away on the other side near Russia somewhere in Bakhmut or something like that, that's been totally wiped out, and uh, the Russians won't let you leave to even go look for a bite of anything, uh, you have to depend on what we can bring in. Mm-hmm. So we have a central warehouse located in Venitsa, which is uh, southwest of Kiev, the capital. And uh, all the supplies come in on a 40-foot container that we send from uh, Charleston, and it takes about five or six weeks minimum for it to get to the Polish border. And it's sealed, locked, and nobody can mess with it. So when it gets there, instead of opening it, you know, and then going through it and all, it stays sealed, it stays locked. Uh, another truck that we have contracted with will take it all the way into Venetia to the warehouse, and then it's opened. Okay. And then the people that are in that warehouse have already been vetted, so nobody can come in there right. and you know, like take stuff and sell it or do anything like that. Right. I mean, because I'm sure that you know, when you when you don't have anything or very little of anything, mm-hmm. um, and it's like mega Christmas every time one of these things show up and oh, the yeah, temptation yeah. Mm-hmm. is to, is to take it and save self. Um, but they've been, they've been selfless, um, to one another. Um, and there's been big help, uh, going over to the Ukraine. And I mean, no matter what political persuasion anybody is, I mean, the unnecessary death of thousands, tens of thousands of people is just, it's just wrong. You know, well, you have people come in there, um, or, or that we discover on the, small villages around the area that their villages are wiped out basically um the men are all fighting the women are there with the kids and the mm-hmm. kids there's like four or five six kids is normal right there you know and you know you're sitting there with your kids wondering how am i going to feed them 
you know, or or how am I going to have a diaper to change this child, you know, that's been right. walking around with the same diaper four or five days, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, what am I going to do for something for shoes because I don't have any left, you know, they're gone, they're wore out, what I did have, and because sometimes they walk for hundreds of miles trying to get anything, you know, so... Uh, these people depend on us trying to get there and they usually we hear about it from you know people that are in the area and they'll send word this area like Bachman or um, some other area that might need it the most and then we'll send a van in and the only problem is sometimes those vans get shot up right you know we've had a couple of guys that went in with food and then they we're supposed to bring refugees out, and instead they ended up getting shot all to pieces in their vans, and so they're not here anymore. Yeah. You know, but that's the risk they're willing to take to help their own people. Right, right. Wish we mm. had some. I wish we had some of that, you know, natural patri- patriotism over here that right. we would want to well, help our people. Some, you know, yeah. it, it's few and far between, and it's almost like yeah. when you ha- almost have nothing, you've got a whole lot more to fight for. Right. You know. right. And you're in a country that's pretty cold right, right now. Snow. Still, still cold. Right. Yeah, very cold. No heat, no you, electricity, you know, no, nothing except maybe you've got a bombed out shelter somewhere that you're trying to stay in. And maybe there's 50 or 60 other people trying to stay in that same thing. And uh, you can see right here's one of the pictures. This is an average picture over there. There's over 250,000 homes or apartments like this that are just blown all to pieces there's yeah. no way to even stay in them you know uh, unless you've got a cellar somewhere left in that building and then the people will go into that and, and they'll try to stay there and maybe there might be a little wood stove that they've put together with brick you know and uh, they'll go out and get some scrap wood like is laying around in that picture there and use that to try to stay warm and that's a lot of people. But then you have also have uh, people where there's been maternity wards that have been blown up over there and schools that have been blown up. You don't hear as much about that, but it does happen. And so those people, um, they're having children in these cellars in the dark, you know, maybe with a flashlight because we try to give them light and we give them batteries and this kind of stuff to help them, you know, have a way to see. So you, you gave me some of these pictures, and before the show we started um, – yeah. we were talking and you were saying that um you know if if some people get seen on social media or wherever that now they're targeted because right. isn't they're not just um in my mind and this yeah. this is my my opinion not just that they're just a regular soldier or or whatever mm-hmm. but now they're actually helping yeah the side yeah. and um i've got a few pictures down here where their faces are um they put little smiley faces over them so they cannot mm-hmm. be identified mm-hmm. But uh, what can you tell? What can you tell us uh, about this? Well, to give you a good for instance, I, I think we talked just a little bit about it. We had a, um, some people that were helping us quite a lot, and the, the family refused to leave because they wanted to keep helping. And so, um, what the uh, the Russians found out about them, they they got gathered the the man that was over his family, which had about uh, ten children or so and a bunch of grands took him and his 18-year-old son in their van and said, we want a ride. You've got to give us a way to get to excellent point, you know. Mm-hmm. So for four days later, they found their bodies in the woods where they'd been executed because of that. And then uh, the Russians would keep coming back to those families and keep interviewing them or whatever, trying to find, find out more information to, you know, try to get to the source. And of track where, them down. Yeah. So the family finally had to flee and they went through a couple of countries and ended up in Finland just trying to escape with their lives. And they, oh, wow. had, to, they had to leave the bodies of their uh, husband and father, of course, and, and the other child, 18-year-old, and buried there, you know. Yeah, these, these, some of these are, you know, they're, they're, they're tough to look at, um, you know, because, you know, I mean, you look at the one on there on the left, he's just a kid, yeah. you know, he's, he's my kid's age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things that they're doing um, for others and now even more so being targeted because they're helping out the other side citizens. Right. And if they're bringing up, you know, trying to maintain life of these 
10 and 12, 13 year old yeah. girls and boys, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be employed to fight against them. So it would sure. be advantageous for the Russians to go ahead and take them out as, yeah. as well, know, an adversary. A lot of people don't realize this too, and it has been confirmed by our own government. There's uh, tens of thousands of children that uh, were in areas that had already been taken over by the Russians. And they've been abducted from their families, just literally ripped out of the arms of their their family. Yeah. And uh, they've taken them over to in Russia, and they're repatronizing them to become good little Russians, you know, so they can right. fight for them. And uh, so, and then the elderly, um, we do what we can to help them out. Uh, but the uh, if they find any um, men that are supposedly what they'll say is like okay we're coming into this area and you need to move because you might get hurt we're going to send you a bus in here we'll put you on this bus and we'll send you to a safe area but what they do instead is once they get on the bus they send them somewhere to siberia or something you know they send them far far away that way they can't be an adversary when it when it uh comes time tell us tell us about this picture right here well, that's just one of the many bridges that uh, either, well, in some cases, the Ukrainians had to blow them up, but most of those are blown up by the Russians just so that you can't get in or can't get out, so that, that the people that are in there are stuck. That's why I say they have to literally walk to get to any help at all because mm-hmm. there's no way to get any other way. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting one here uh, with this guy. That's a. Yeah. Uh, that's a Russian tra- tank that had gotten blown up and is just sitting inside the road. Tell us about this one right here. I'm not as real familiar with that one other than it was over there and it was, you know, they have no electricity. There's a light in the background, but that's from a generator. Yeah. It's just showing where the flag is and I don't know. Say so either a generator or actually it looks like headlight beams. Yeah, it could be a car. It. could be a car beam. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful area over there too. Mm-hmm. It is. So we have this male here. What's this story? Well, he was he's getting he's uh, bedridden because he's been wounded, you know. And uh, these come in a lot of times with no limbs or one limb missing, and uh, they have to be uh, amputated or maybe they're already blown off. And he's trying to get you know some medical attention, and uh, so that's where he's at. He's in a makeshift shelter. All right, so we have one over here. Okay. Which hold on, let me let me see if I can edit this one. Just gave me half a second here because these need to be a little more detailed. There we go. How about that? Okay, that's just a lady that got one of the comforters, you know, that we had because it's so cold over there. We sent as many blankets as we possibly could. We had one company. Um, I didn't have the name to operate the right to say the name, but. Anyway, they, they make electric blankets, and so they decided not to make them electric, mm-hmm. you know, but they already had all the stuff hooked up. So what they did instead was they gave us 100 boxes or more just blankets, you know, just to give away. And then a lot of people will bring their own comforters from their own home, and that we'll send them over there. And I can tell you there's so many we've sent. Uh, Ten containers, you can put a lot in there. Absolutely. That's how they stay warm. Next one over here is... Oh, I think I messed this one up. Let's go back over to you quick. And right here. Okay, that's a lady that, uh, you know, she has uh, issues, you know, where she's not able to um, control herself. Mm-hmm. That is probably caused more than by what's been going on. But those are diapers, we send a lot of diapers for adults over there. Okay. And in fact, I don't know if you know who Pawpaw is in the front warehouse. I do. He had okay. the old recliner up there set, yeah, set yeah. up in Warehouse 1. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he gives me diapers that he has collected, and we'll send those over. And I, he's been a big help there. And we'll go out and buy adult diapers and children's diapers of all kinds because it's, you're surprised how much that is needed. Right. Mm. Right. I know that the... Um, um, the Pickens County Humane Society, they were in here last week, mm-hmm. and they have, for for the dogs in the house, they have, right. they have pee-pee pads. Oh, that I was calling yeah. them, but they also have some 
the adult diapers in there too. Yeah. As yeah, well. That'll work. And so I think, um, you know, yeah. that might be a place to grab some of them over there too. Help her mm-hmm. out and help you out all the okay. time. I'll talk to her about that. Yeah, sure. All right. And then we have uh, wheelchair bound. Yeah. We sent uh, one of our shipments over there with a lot of medical supplies had 45 wheelchairs. And uh, before they got there, they were all spoken for. And this is just one of the ladies, unfortunate enough, she had, she had to have a wheelchair. And she didn't have one. So um, she got one of the wheelchairs. I, I wish I'd had time to get more pictures together. I guess it's my own fault. But it being an Android, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but and When you think about it in the grand scheme of things, too, yeah. it's like we're complaining about iPhones and Androids. Yeah, and yeah. people over there are complaining that they don't have a roof or yeah. walls or water to drink. Or, yes, they don't. Or, or whatever. Well, they're using the old wells. They're having to go back to those yeah. what they can get. And uh, it's interesting stories sometimes I've heard over there of uh, like the uh, Russians would come in into an orchard and try to steal the apples, you know, or the cherries. And the farmers would deliberately poison them. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, Ukrainians would poison them, and then the Russians would get a hold of them and get sick, you know, but then they get in a lot of trouble for doing that too, but. You know, that's they got to fight back with what they got. I guess that's true. I mean, you got to use you got to use what you have. Yeah. Um. You know, whether that be sticks or fire or oh, yeah. you know, um, you need to make things up to 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 just stop troops coming in. Or yeah. you know, it sort of kind of goes back to Vietnam War era. They didn't have certain things, but you know, they make punji stick traps and all sorts of things that would you know would hurt or. Or do whatever. I mean, and that was well. That, that was interesting. What they did. You, you brought that up when they when the Russians tried to come in through Belarus and thought they were going to take over the capital because it's not too far from there, and they thought, oh man, this won't be hard at all. Well, they even had it planned out where they were supposed to be on the highways and on the fields. You know, X number da- time and of day you're supposed to be here and then there and all that. Well, they run into a bus saw. Because a lot of the people over there, I mean, if they didn't have nothing but a pitchfork right. or a exactly. rifle or a shotgun, uh, or maybe they only had uh, Molotov cocktails mm-hmm. that they could throw at the tanks, you know. But amazingly enough, they pushed the Russians back. Yeah. And they didn't have help from us at that time. Right. It's, uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, you take what you have and use it yeah. for as long as you have for, yeah. for and do as much good as you can for everyone yeah. you can, for as long as you can. Yeah. Probably as you got over there is right now, there's so much devastation. There's, there's just impossible to get around to all of it. You have to help folks. So you do the best you can. Number eight container got over there uh, yesterday. Number time, nine container will be there in three weeks. And number 10 left yesterday to go over there, and it'll be there in about six weeks. And um, so we're doing it as best we can. It, it's expensive. Uh, shipping used to be $6,000. Now it's $9,000 mm-hmm. yeah. just to get it over there. Half the shipment is to get it to Poland. The other half is what we have to pay someone to take it in from the Polish border to the middle of uh, Ukraine. Yeah, and that's probably the most dangerous thing oh, right is. there. It is. Absolutely. So check check out this one right here. Okay, that's just a gentleman out in the snow that happened to um, be close enough by that we had some supplies that we brought in on a van, and he got something to take home and eat. All right, and we have another one uh, next to him. Okay, that's some more, somebody else that, uh, you know, they're just helpless. Uh, a lot of these nursing homes have been just more or less gone, so they're using whatever house they have, like this lady. And uh, you can mm. see the names of, like that uh, diaper bag there, that's called Prevail. That's one of the brands that we sell here. So a lot of times, I wish I could do it, though. We had a lot of canned goods and all we sent over there and cereals and like that. And I can tell the brands because they're not Ukrainian brands. So I know good and well, yeah. So that came from here. You know, it came from America. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, I get a lot of... Uh, uh, from different organizations over there, I have tons of letters uh, where people will say, thank you for sending these supplies over, and they'll, they'll name my wife or I, or they'll name our church or, you know, the organization. And uh, it's been a real blessing to see that, you know, be able to help those folks. 
So what do we got here? Here's an, uh, that's here's guy that just that's an army guy that happened to get a package that he can use on the field. Uh, a number of the medical supplies that we got, which was very interesting, uh, were surgical surgical kits. Right. Perfectly good surgical kits, and those things cost about five thousand dollars for one kit if you had to buy it. And uh, you can take those kits and you just peel it back, and you got all the equipment you need. If somebody has to have their leg amputated or oh whatever, my gosh. right then. And so these guys, they'll come in from the battle line on the front line and they'll get some supplies and they'll take it back, you know, or they may come in and also get a little bit of food. Like we send summer sausages or something in a can that you can just pop open a meat, Mm. you know, that they can just eat. Like a potted meat type thing. Yeah. Yeah. We just like, we just bought up several hundred cans of treat because it was on sale, you know, and we'll send that over there because it's better than nothing if you don't have anything to eat. Well, yeah, you know, and I mean, just imagine what 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 it would have been had you not been able to, you know, to help in those in those certain areas. Do you know if the things that that you send over there do they go all over Ukraine, or 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 is your group just kind of servicing one one region of the area? Mm, we're not one region. We have to go all the way down to Maripol, down on the Black Sea area. Oh, some of those areas are uh, just gone also. And that's one of the, some of the first areas that were taken. Mm-hmm. And then we have to go on to the uh, um, east side where Russia is and, and all those, those hundreds of miles coastline. I mean, Russian front line there that, uh, you know, they've been trying to take over and we're still there trying to fight. But, yeah, we don't, we don't go into the populated areas uh, where you know not much has happened other than some missiles have been you know coming in and all we go into areas that's either you die or you get something to, to keep you alive you know right right so here here is another one looks like some yeah food sacks or yeah you know, what those are and then you might i don't know if you can recognize them um i don't think we got a good picture of the the brand but those are pinto beans we send a lot of uh, lentils and pinto beans, uh, rice. Oh, you see the little star in the bottom on there? I can. That's big star. That's a brand you can buy in the grocery store in the little bags, like a pinto beans. Okay. You buy one-pound bags and all. But we do 25-pound 20, bags. It depends on what it is. Um, and um, send that little those boxes over on the other side there that's just sitting there. That's uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, sanitary type stuff that you can use to wipe down an area like if you've got uh, an area that you got to do surgical work and all on you wipe it down and within uh, a minute that area is completely sterile right. so uh, we send in a tremendous amount of uh, those beans and rice and uh, dried milk because we can't get regular milk you right. know, for the kids but dried milk is better than no milk that's right know? And uh, so they they use it. Oh, we had a gentleman not too long ago. I, I had I got those pictures too. Uh, anybody wants to see my pictures? I'll show them. But he we, he actually got on the internet uh, somehow. So uh, there's some pictures about him. And he was taking our flour that we send over, which is plain flour, but they don't, that's what they use. They don't use self-rising and yeast packs. And he would take that and a, a, a little a made-up brick oven. And he would make 350 loaves a day of bread to hand out. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, but that's, if, a, that's a lot of work too. Well, if you have to, if if people here hadn't helped us either buy it or send it to us at our warehouse or at our location in uh, Greenville, uh, we could have never sent it over there so they can make the bread. Right. You know. But uh, we've got that warehouse. I mean, not warehouse art tractor trailer is sitting at our church off of white horse road at white horse heights baptist church on rangeview circle and you can go there every saturday nine to twelve we are there i don't care how cold it is how wet it is we're always there and people individuals um, churches they'll come by maybe with a, a truck full of a truck full a trunk full Sometimes uh, a trailer full, you know, uh, like a pull-along trailer behind them. 
and they'll come from all over different parts of South Carolina because they hear about what we're doing. Good deal. Well, check this one out right here. This one seems. Mm-hmm. I see some. I think I see one smile. I can't yeah, zoom in yeah. too far. I wish you could zoom in on that just a little bit over on one side there. I think I remember because I just noticed it today. Um, there's a lady that would be on that gentleman that's standing to our back, his right hand side, and there's a lady. Looks like she's handing somebody something with a red cap on, on the right hand side. His his right. And if you if you look close, she's wiping tears. That's the best I can get right there. Well, that's good enough. So people are happy to get it because they yeah. don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. imagine on top of that, you know, it's extra clothing. It's mm-hmm. so cold. You know, most of that everything. On, yeah, that stuff on the ground for the majority of that is where they have been. Uh, either we brought it to them, or they came to one of our smaller warehouses that we had satellite warehouses, and they'll wait in line, maybe two or three uh, city blocks long, and we'll fill that bag. That's what they've got to live on. So, how and, long do they usually wait there to to um, to, to receive something? Well, from what I've heard, a lot of them talk about it uh, over there. We've had some refugees that have come over here that was helping over there. And they said the line will start about 7 o'clock in the morning, and it'll go to dark, and it never gets any shorter. Right. So it's just a constant turnover yeah. of, of people yeah. Yeah. Who, who are yeah. in need. Yeah. And they don't, you're watching the, some of the videos. They're taking like a cereal bowl. And they're reaching into a bag of rice or something that we had sent over. And they'll scoop that up and they'll take one of those plastic bags, grocery bags, and they'll dump it in there. And that's what they've got to live on. Okay. Okay. Well, here's another one uh, mm-hmm. right here. I'm not sure exactly what she has in there. Not- well, there's some um, Clorox, uh, the sanitary stuff. And uh, she's in a kind of a clinic area. And that's where some of the... Um, I see a little refrigerator over there on the side. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't read it exactly, but I know that's what it is. It's a disinfectant type. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And the spray bottles yeah. or, the, or the squirt bottles there yeah. in her lift. Yeah. And uh, the ones that have like that, in a lot of cases, it's uh, the generators is running the lights in the refrigerator for them so they can help people. So where do they get the fuel from to do that? Uh, a lot of cases, what is being done is it's uh, since those are dual fuel that we have over there, they're either a gasoline or they're propane, like a tank, propane okay. tank, and they get they people travel uh, trucks. They'll travel to an area that's not been hit hard, and they'll refill the propane tanks and they'll bring them back to these areas so they'll be able to run the generators. Right, the generators are usually run. Uh, anywhere depends on the size of it, ten to fourteen hours on a single like tank, like uh-huh, you propane, would, yeah, a single tank like you would um, fuel your grill with out back, like mm-hmm. the twenty pound tank. Yeah, okay, yeah, and if, and they're dual fuel, so that if you run out of one fuel and you happen to have the other fuel, they won't stop running. All you got to do is just switch it to the other and keep it running. Okay, you know, all right, and it comes in real handy in a lot of cases because that's like you said, that's the only way they stay warm too. Right in these refugee centers. So what are the what are the seasons like um, over there? Um, um, how far above the equator are they compared to us? In 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 comparison, are they like up like Maine north of us, sort uh, of, or like New York, about that distance from where we're at? I'd say probably more like you know New York and that area. And that, but they okay. have some. They have a lot of uh, well, you you know, they're right there by Russia, Siberia, mm-hmm. and all that. So you have these these cold. Oh, the winds that come, come down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that makes it a lot worse, too. You know, and, and as you can see, these pictures that I'm showing you, some of them are just when the snows are beginning. Right. You know, and uh, there's a little bit on the ground, but it's nothing compared to, you know, later on. Uh, some areas they have trouble even getting in. You so know. is this one a clinic here? Did yes. this go with the lady that was before with the uh, Clorox and the bottles? No, it's a different place. Okay. All together. And, uh, they they have vans like this. They put the red cross on them on on the front of them and hope that they won't get shot up. Right. You know. And uh, yeah, the back of that. What they'll do is 
they they came to one of our warehouses and we filled them up with all the medical stuff that we possibly had. We even had some uh, beds and things like that that they could use for operating on. And uh, so those things would all go to these kind of places, you know, so they could uh, turn around and use them. Okay. We've got nothing goes to waste. Oh, I bet. I believe it. We've got uh, one more picture. Let me go over here and grab it real quick. Okay. This one right here. Yeah, this is in a small village, and you can see the same little bags. You see them on the ground there. And most of that is just food, you know. And if you see the little banana boxes, usually that's clothes. Uh, like we had a, a one place a ministry not too long ago. They've done this twice. One time they brought us over 50 bags of, I mean boxes, of brand new clothes that were donated to them. And then another time they brought 100 boxes of brand new clothes with the tags still on them. And we were able to send those straight over there. Okay, so that that is the end of, yes, all of the pictures that, that we have. Is there anything yeah. that you just... Um, somehow you want to reach out to whoever's listening to see, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're able to donate or, you know, if you're, if you're allowed to mention the others who, who do donate, you know, just for a little recognition um, or how people can, you know, get in contact with you, um, what they can do. Cause people, people around here, you know, they, they yeah. want to help, but sometimes they just don't know where to start. That's the problem. Yeah. You do, they don't know. Um, sometimes, uh, Hey, I'll give you, for instance, we went to a local church here, and uh, we had been there some time back, and they were real nice. They helped us with a little cash donation, and all, which was good to pay for the shipping. And uh, we decided we'd just drop by there because I couldn't get to my church in time. I was late. And I said, well, let's just run by there and see them, you know, maybe tell them what's going on. And uh, so I dropped by there, and they said, well, you didn't know this, but we've been saving up supplies for you, and we were planning on bringing them to you. Oh, cool. So they loaded up our SUV, you know, to the gill all the way, and then we took it over Monday and put it on the ship, and it left straight out. And so you have a lot of uh, churches that will do that. But you have so many individuals. I can tell you of cases of people say, well, you shouldn't take something from people like that. Well, we have people like elderly. Mm -hmm. You know, they're living on a bare minimum income some of them widow ladies and uh, like we had one lady come over there and she came to our site at our church and she says um i don't have a whole lot that i can give she said i gathered up a few things from my neighbors asked them to go into their pantries and try to get what they could right. out, and they did that and that that works it helps a lot well they said at the same time uh she said i wanted you to know i've got four dresses and i'll give you two of them half of everything which is amazing you know some people they usually just want to keep that and or they just don't know you know what's going on in the severity of what you know what's actually going on um but sometimes sometimes you know it's an answer to what they've been thinking about and some people think well a little bit won't go a long way but it actually does yeah you know and i have we've had just to give you a quick for instance, you know, we were talking about the, the treat was on sale this week at Ingalls, so we bought up hundreds. We went all around to all the Ingalls and probably bought people wondering why the shelves were empty because because we were <laughs> us. But uh, they had it on sale. A dollar forty four will get you a can of treat, and that'll go a long ways, you know, over there. Yeah. So we bought up all we could with the cash that we had, you know, and then sometimes I've had actually had I had a kid the other day that was here. And I got to talking to her mom about what we were doing. And uh, the kid, this kid has cancer. Mm. Sweet little kid, about first grade. And uh, she'd gotten a little toy from me. And then she said, uh, I got 31 cents. Can I give it to you? Yeah. Yeah. So even having the heart to do that, you know is is Oil. great yeah you have things going on yeah. in your life and you have the opportunity to give no matter how small you know oh, maybe yeah. big to them um and small in other people's eyes but yeah. it, it goes a different way and it's yeah. more it's probably more so just the gesture yeah alone yeah you know that yeah that really has that type of impact yeah, yeah. so we have people all like i said the tri-state area we have we, we visit north carolina and south carolina and georgia and 
like that ourselves, visiting a lot of churches and all trying to, you know, let people know what's happening. And uh, so the word gets out, but we need the word out a lot more than it's out now because the need is getting bigger. We right. find out we find out more and more that we can do in more areas. We have the network. All we need is the funds to send it and the funds to pay for it, or else you can bring us the supplies and we'll send it. Okay. Sounds like, yeah. sounds like you know, something people can get on yeah. and, and do. If they want to come down here to the, and I've had people do this. I've had people in the Pickens, Easley area, and even in Greenville. They said, well, I can't get to your location on Saturday, but can I come down to the mill? Mm-hmm. And can I come to your location? And they'll say, I've got uh, some things, and I'll go out to their vehicle, and they'll have a trunk full of items, and I'll, I'll put them in my vehicle, and I'll take them over to the church. Okay. So people that can't get over there, that's okay. Bring it here to market at the mill, and uh, we'll take care of it for you. And just give me a call, and I'll make arrangements. All right. So, guys, you hear that? You can get a hold of him down here. You can come down. What is your booth number? C-29. C-29. You can come down here to Jack's Emporium, uh, C-29, and check him out. Drop things off if you need to, um, if you have them, or if you know somebody who wants to. Kind of spread that information around. And like he said, he's got the, um, well, not just you, obviously, but you've got the inroads in there set, the infrastructure set in there, the routes are set, the trucks are set. Now you just need people to step up to the plate and to make it happen. Yep. Good deal. Well, hey, let's get over to some uh, local events here at the Market at the Mill for a second, and then we'll come back to you, Jack, and we'll get your contact information. So, guys, what's going on at the Market at the Mill is the events are happening. Again, March, there are some dates to be determined with wrestling. But, again, uh, April 1st, Junkin' and Jammin' is um, an outdoor setup. It's free. It's live. You will have um, a parking space, and you put all your stuff in front of you with a big wide aisle in between to where you can uh, go through. And if you have large items, that allows cars or whatever to drive up to your area to pick those things up. But it's 100% completely free. Uh, I was a drill last year. Completely missed it. We were here about 6 in the morning just Mm -hmm. to to see how it was going and people were already here set mm-hmm. up i heard it's one of the one of the bigger things um it outside it's like a swap meet in uh mm-hmm. in long beach california out, you know out in compton yeah those are uh some of the coolest things that people bring out all sorts of weird oddities which is really really fun yeah. april 8th is easter egg roll and hunt which is a free event the 22nd is spring fest a concert and cruise in from 6 to 10 p.m uh may 19th is friday night food truck challenge there's live music all the time. Music draws people together, which is great. Uh, and that event's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. And then June 3rd is the first, as far as I know, the Bottle and Coin Show, as well as August 19th, uh, Summer's End Cruise End from 6 to 10. Have your car at the gate at 4.30 p.m. So when they open it up, you can come in and uh, get you a spot. Go ahead and take a screenshot of this. We'll give you a couple seconds to do that so you know what's going on, what's happening, what month, and at what time. Uh, City stuff, there's always stuff going on Hmm. in the city of Pickens. Uh, Different things that are happening. Uh, You can go on the uh, city of Pickens Facebook page and check out some of the events that are coming up. I don't know if they've offered up the... uh, the music schedule yet but um april 29th april 29th or 28th and 29th is the azalea festival Ooh, the, yeah. the car show is the 28th and then full-on uh vendors starting setup at 7 a.m on the 29th come and see me at booth 516 for the united states naval sea cadet corps get your kids signed up to have an actual future i'll be here all right it's, it's going to be great i expect your kids to come over there and check us out Justin. i don't know if my kids will be there yeah but hey, I'll be here. i know they're i know they're acting co this month so yeah speaking of navy um <laughs> uh, yes, sir my grandson is in the navy he's on his uh third enlistment uh, he started off in Japan, then Washington, D.C. He's on the ship a lot of times, traveling in Australia and different places. And then now he's in uh, Bahrain. It's an island over there, mm-hmm. kind of in the Iran area. And uh, But it's uh, these kind of like Secret Service type stuff. You Got know? it. 
you know. A lot of hush hush things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's he's a, he's a native man. He thinks he's going to stick with it. Hey, stick with it. It's always you know it could be a career. Yeah, it could be really good and take you a long way. And GI Bill and um, VA benefits and better loans and all sorts mm. of stuff because you served, you know, served your country. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that's uh, that's what we got, Justin. What is going on down at the uh, Pickens County Performing Arts? Well, Center? we're gearing up for a fairly big summer. Uh, so we we have a couple of things. We have actually a family friendly show. The Dino Show is coming to town. It's great for all the kids and the family. Uh, that's May thirteenth, Saturday, May twentieth. Uh, country legend Doug Stone coming to town. That's seven thirty, May twentieth, and um, it's it's going to be a, a phenomenal phenomenal uh, concert with him. And then we just announced the. Uh, the International World uh, Elvis Presley winner of 2017 is coming to the really? theater. Really? Elvis is coming. Elvis Ted is Torres Martin. He actually has a special uh-huh. show called uh, The 68 Show. So if anybody remembers The 68, which I don't because I wasn't born yet, <laughs> but there is a lot of folks that remember The 68 Show. He came out on television wearing all leather, and it made like the parents turn off the television oh and all the women go crazy well he's doing a special show uh, with us um it's called 68 so um you want to check that out it's may 27th tickets just right. went on sale and the whole front row sold out uh within in like an hour so it was amazing uh, amazing wow. and then we have iron horse blue grass coming into town they're like a uh, i have a, heard them they're phenomenal go check them out on spotify yeah that's june 2nd so it's bluegrass but with a twist they pick like Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne, all of these like heavy metal bands, but it's bluegrass style. So that's June 2nd. And then we have a uh, summer packed full of uh, small theater. Uh, again, we did that at Christmas time. We're doing it this summer, Beauty and the Beast. And uh, tickets are available. Just go to Pickens theater.com for all of these wonderful upcoming events and you can get all of your tickets right there pickens theater.com you can see uh, all of our uh, all of the events coming up and also I didn't announce when we were talking about the Pickens County Performing Arts Center we are uh, I'm sorry the Pickens Azalea Fest we have partnered with them again this year and we're doing the Azalea pageant at the Pickens County Performing Arts Center it's going to be 2 weeks prior uh, uh, before the uh, uh, the Azalea Festival, mm-hmm. so that way the the girls will, and the families have the opportunity to go to the Azalea Festival. Because last year we did it the day of the Azalea Festival. So if you'd like to register, if you entered that pageant last year, you can go on there and enter again. That's uh, PickensTheater.com. So will they be doing the announcing of the winner from the yes. state? Okay. Yeah, Saturday they'll do the announcement of the the girls that won. Will happen on stage Saturday night. So. The pageants like two weeks prior, and then the Azalea Festival, they'll get to go up on stage and uh, they'll announce the winners there. Good deal. So, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Yeah. Who is on Pickens Local next week? Pickens Local next week is Senior Gathering. They're going to come in here and tell us all about the program, everything that's going on with seniors, and how you can also help. So, you don't want to miss out on that. So, that is today's show and we'd like to thank our special guest jack kleiner from jack's emporium can you um in fact let me pop this little link up on the screen here's the link you can go into the dropbox and check out some of the pictures um and and videos and things like that of what's actually going over um what's going on over in the ukraine and i say that because yeah you know a lot of the time um People want to listen to just Fox News or just CNN News, and they never get the whole picture. So literally get the whole picture in Dropbox. Tap that link in there, and you can check out um, everything. Jack, again, tell them, how can they get a hold of you? Okay, they can get a hold of me, of course, here at C29 at the market at the Mm meal. My phone number, which it's Mm 864-905. Four nine two three, okay, and also uh, our church is White Horse Heights Baptist Church, four twenty one Rangeview Circle in Greenville, and uh, you can drop by there any Saturday from nine to twelve, and uh, leave what you got, or you can bring it to the meal here and leave your donations, whatever it might be, 
and we'll take care of it for you. Make sure it gets all the way to Ukraine. Now, if you need help loading up things like that at the church, being part of that team, are you accepting people onto your team to help load trucks over there at the church? To... Sure, sure. Well, okay. Let us know. We'll be glad to use you. All right. Good deal. Well, guys, if you found Sorry. value in today's show, please share the show on your social media and tell everyone you know about Pickens Local. Or if you'd like to be on the show or you have something going on in town or around the county, or you just want to come in and just chit-chat and get to meet me and Justin. Yeah. That'd be fine, too. <laughs> just contact us on Pickens Local Facebook Messenger. Again, be sure to follow us on Pickens Local. Invite your friends under the community tab so they don't miss out on the fun. If you missed tonight's podcast, we'll have the audio up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Amazon Audible, and all of the other platforms, the little minor ones like the ones in India, China, and places like that and if you're totally bored you can go re-watch this on roku you can go to um, roku check out pickens local tv uh, download this as an icon to your home screen and hey now we're on your tv so guys thanks for watching pickens keep it local and have a great weeks we will see you later thank you Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.